Are we live? Are we? I can't tell. Yeah, we're live. I, I'll, tell, I'll tell him what, what I did later. <laughs> He'll love it. What you did later? Well, huh? yeah, I, I did something. It was it was funny. You, right like, on. Sorry. Was it eating pussy? I got props <laughs> well, for that later. That. This is, I mean, I'm not going to brag you about that. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I didn't hear what he said. What did he say? I said eating pussy. Oh, I thought Orc was had a, but a smart ass comment with it. No, 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 I didn't. I'm waiting to start the show, Dick. No, I was gonna say I didn't hear Oracle uh, say anything yet. Yeah, All right, go. let's go. Let's go. Are we doing it live yet? Yeah, we're doing it live. In this episode gang of stalking, fucker. In this episode of the Red Eye Report, we talk about gang stalking. Grab your tinfoil hats. With me this evening is Ashtray. He's actively being stalked by an 87-year-old that desperately wants him to have sex in front of him. It's like being chased by Michael Myers, except instead of a knife, he has a bag of Werther's Originals. (laughs) Don't forget your Werther's! (laughs) Next to Ashtray is Teddy. Teddy cyber-stalks kids until they break down and send him Xbox gift cards. Goddamn right. I want my games. (laughs) Don't be mad because you didn't think of it first. We also have Mystic. He will be joining us later here. He not only stalks, but brutally attacks buckets of fried chicken on a regular basis. He's a fucking repeat offender. And finally, there's me, Oracle. I stalk cheap meat. Lean ground beef, $3.99 a pound at County Market, baby. (laughs) This is the Red Eye Report. Hard to find that cheap meat know, anymore these I, days with I, that I inflation. Love it. Fuck. Yeah. Do you get your eggs there too? I mean, I'm glad I'm just someone who doesn't like fucking buy eggs for the house because hey, eggs expensive. are expensive as fuck right yeah, now. Yeah, they're like they've gone up like three times or something. What shit. what happened to eggs? Why I are eggs so fucking flu. expensive? Well, My eggs have always been five dollars. I don't understand why people five dollar. Well, that's what they are now. Yeah, exactly. I've always paid five bucks for eggs. So, I mean, shit. You would think wow. fucking Tennessee would have the most eggs ever out of any state. Well, apparently, uh, I get a lot of real estate people uh, coming to the bar. So, they've been telling me that a lot of people You're are. You're talking about your price at the bar, Teddy, right? Uh-oh, no, no. They want to own chickens. A lot of people in real estate now want to get houses. You want to make sure they can own their own chickens. It's a big thing. So, they get, your own, they get their own eggs. Hmm. Right? Till they actually have to do the work. These motherfuckers never right. grew up on a farm. They don't know what it's like. Right. And that it's actually, like, it, that brings us to true. our pause for the cause. Yeah. Week, weekly benefit event for the Dane County Humane Society. And this week we are sponsoring a chicken that was right. abandoned by some hipsters in fucking yeah. Tennessee. Y'all better, y'all better keep away from Teddy. I'll make that motherfucker. Yeah. Let's be a biscuit. Is that chicken a name? <laughs> yeah. Clippy. Clippy. Clippy the chicken. Oh, man. Yep. Well, Clippy the chicken, right? I was going to say, like, I thought maybe it was the same other chicken I heard about in the last uh, donation uh, newsletter. It was so clickety clock. Clickety clock. Clickety clock. Yep. Clippy. Um... Clickety clock and Chippy. They both need good owners. Mm-hmm. I think they might Pal, be. In... You have to get them together, though. You have to adopt them together. Oh, yeah. If you get them together, you got to fucking put rubbers on their beaks because they'll peck the fuck out of each other. Right. They're there competitive. So tonight we're talking about stalking and stalkers, and I I started thinking about this because I was watching the Netflix series The Watcher. Have you guys seen that or seen the trailers for that? 
I think I remember New series. seeing it there, but haven't. Maybe it's have a. Not so it's not a movie. It's an actual series. Yeah, it's a series, and um, apparently it's based off of a true story, where this family moved into a house in New Jersey, and they started to receive these letters at their residence, and you know the letters were started off. I guess a little innocuous and then they started to get stranger and stranger. And, uh, you know, just imagine if you got a letter that was saying something like this, it's been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. So, Jesus. where did they find this at? They uh, that was in their mailbox. In their mailbox. That's uh, okay. That's no. Good. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they bought this house for one point three million dollars, um, and they started getting these letters. Um, and then eventually they ended. They they couldn't figure out who was sending the letters. They thought it was the neighbors. They thought it was this gamer who had the the gamer tag, the watcher. Um, and now, how did like how would they be associated with this gamer? Was it like someone the husband Xboxed with, or what? It was somebody in the neighborhood. I mean, in the show, okay. it was a kid who was setting up surveillance cameras for them. But I kind of feel like. That was probably a little bit of a creative leap. Stretch from the right, end, yeah. right from what actually happened. From the real story. Um, yeah, and then the letters later on, maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away, but makes you feel sick that day, day after day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet, loved one suddenly die, planes and cars and bicycles crash, bones break. So, you know, this is pretty fucking unnerving. Um yeah, if it is. you're if you're in this house. Yeah. And, and how long have they lived there? Like they just moved so in. So they were, right? they were there for like 6 months and they were like fuck this shit. Like what the fuck is going on? Eventually they well they tried to sell it to get it torn down um to take a loss on it and have it torn Wait, down. T- like a teardown property. But it was why a, tear the property down though if you're getting just you're getting stalker letters. But well, why they were getting the these property? letters, and apparently the owner prior to that was getting letters, and oh. I don't know. There was just a lot. It, it was like a fucking haunted house almost, but it was like an actual stalker. But anyway, this got me thinking about this. You can check out the Watcher um, on Netflix. I'll be I'll be talking about that later. Um, but it got me thinking about this whole stalking thing. So I started looking into talking and of course like you do it's like a great you thing to have on your google history well that's why stalk. i fire up the old vpn <laughs> when i'm doing this type of stuff um so apparently there are five types of stalkers according to lifehack uh dot org <laughs> <laughs> and uh so the first first type are reject uh, rejected stalkers who engage in stalking after the unsatisfactory end of a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. and they want to have influence over the victim. That's the one that I feel like 
I hear about the most. The most, sir. Yeah. Um, second kind are in- intimacy seekers who take to stalking with hopes of intimacy with the victim. Third type of stalker is the socially awkward stalker who prefers stalking to actually trying to have a real relationship uh, with a person. Fourth type is a resentful stalker who feels like they've been wronged by the victim. So they're trying to get revenge. And then the fifth type is a predatory stalker. So this is someone that wants to have power and control <laughs> over like, the victim. Is that not different than the uh, fucking the one before? Well, the, yeah, I guess. you're you're not wrong, but this is somebody that maybe picks just someone who's like stalking for the sake of stalking. Like this it, person's cute. I'm going to keep following him. Right, it's and not only cute, but this person seems like they would be vulnerable to this type of attack. So I'm going to attack them. Right. And it might be like a scenario too, where it's like they didn't have a previous relationship. It's not like, Oh, you broke up with me. I want you back. It is just like, look at this weak prey. I could hunt down. Right. So, um, straight sounds like you stalked before. Yeah. Right. Like I'm just (laughs) now realizing which kind of stalk. I get it. I get where they're coming from. So this is kind of interesting too. Um, the in the US, almost six million people are stalked each year. Really? Yep. Both males and females are stalked, but four out of five uh stalking victims are women. And most stalking is committed by men. Well, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you could definitely <laughs> That's true. Definitely see that. But they do say that uh most cases of stalking go unreported. Well, of course, because there's uh, more often than not, it is like, uh, granted, it's mostly women, but Mm -hmm. even if it's the man who's being stalked, it's like you're just trying to, Jesus, Nintendo, uh, you're just trying to like get uh, out of that relationship, right? Like, I'm done with this. Like, I want to move on, right? Just leave me the fuck alone. And because you remember caring for that person. It's also a lot of times harder for them to be like, all right, I need a restraining order on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also hard to, to report stalking when you're dead. <laughs> that too. That's true. It's really um, hard to do FaceTime when you're blue. Yeah, and they actually say that uh, stalkers are more <laughs> prone to committing violent acts. Um. The most other other uh, oh captain obvious thank you researchers right right um so this whole stalking thing i was looking into this and then i stumbled across something called the gang stalking like it popped up in my search and i'm just like the, the fuck re- is the this? main course of the topic yeah and it's like is this okay is this gangs you know stalking yeah. You know, like cartels stalking people or is this people stalking gangs like trying to get into their lives or whatever that's what i immediately thought when i um i saw that and apparently well this is a whole fucking crazy rabbit hole uh that exists out there so gang stalking um this is when Somebody believes that large groups of people 
are stalking them to try to uh, disrupt their lives. So they think that it's like some kind of a <laughs> fucking government program. Everyone's out to get me. Everyone's kind of out to get me kind of thing. And we, we've heard of this before. And these people that believe that this is happening to them, they call themselves targeted individuals, TIs. Mm. And so we've all heard They're of crazy. Right. We've all heard of the fucking, you know, tinfoil hat yeah, and say, shit like, like that. Is it all crazy or there's some real scenarios where it's like, ma, fuck, people are out to get me. Well, with these... Uh, Turns out. <laughs> with, Ashtray, with, that's a good segue. With the gang, gang stalking, uh, they did a study. They took 128 people that were... One-on-one stalking, like your <coughs> traditional stalking victims, and they in- examined them, examined their cases, and then they took 128 people that said that they were victims of gang stalking, and they did an analysis of these people. And out of the the traditional stalker, the one-on-one stalker, Five of those people were found to be delusional. Out of the 128 people that said that they were gang stalk, any guesses as to what they found? 128. Yes. Yeah, right? All of them were delusional. All of them were delusional. 128. Weird. Yeah. Now... This runs deep, and it's really kind of interesting because it's this psychological so, phenomenon that's happening. It's kind of like its own specialized kind of a, I guess it was a psychosis or something Paranoia. like a mental illness. Yes. Extreme yeah. so, Right. So we we have heard of, you know, extremely paranoid people and, and things like that, um, and maybe have known these people back in the 90s, right? Back in the 80s. Prior to that, they've existed for thousands of years. But there's something that is interesting or that has changed post-2000 or even beginning in the, in the 90s, and that's the Internet. So we've got a couple factors that are going on here. We have individuals that are having this mass psychosis that would um, normally be outcast from their communities, not being able to communicate without with the internet. Yeah. Like they would just be living in their mom's basement. Right. They would Betamax. Right. They wouldn't be able to, uh, form up or whatever. And because of the internet, because if you look up gang stalking and if you do this, buckle up because there's some fucking crazy ass shit, um, out there you're going to find all of these online communities, all of these forums and things like that. And basically it's creating this echo chamber where it's like, Oh yeah, well, you know, the helicopters were following me today. Dude, I had a, um, I had a, I had a family member by marriage. Um, I'm not going to name any names. Uh, they, uh, Marlon they, Brando. They had moved in Marlon Brando. They had moved a, a bunch of cities because they, they felt yeah. in every city there were people like, like, 
following them. When uh, when the Xbox One came out and they had the uh, we had those connects on, yep. uh, they came over here and was smoking with me, and they were like, "Is that a camera? You got to cut it off. They're, they're they're looking for me." I was like, "Nobody, you're not that important. Nobody's looking yeah, for you, right?" right? <laughs> and I'm like, "You're not that fucking important." Yeah. So and that is yeah, that's that's exactly what's going on here. They actually, I, on our website, I've got a couple links to a few Vice documentaries that they've done on this. One of them's shorter. It's like 18 minutes, kind of like a quick inter- introduction. And then they have a longer one that's like 50 minutes. And this uh, documentarian basically follows and is along for the ride with some of these TIs, these targeted individuals. And... It's it's fucking fascinating. And this guy, he did such a phenomenal job of not <coughs> judging these people, right? He's meeting them where well, they're at. Him, yeah. And he's, you know, being genuinely open. But the guy's like, he's like, feel these implants at the back of my mouth. And he shoves his fingers, like that guy's fingers into the his mouth. fingers in <laughs> yeah. his mouth? He's like, see these? And the, and the guy, the journalist afterwards, he's just like, he just fucking shoved my fingers into his mouth to feel the backs of his molars. <laughs> like, wow. And... But he's saying like, oh, I've got these implants, uh, nanotechnology, like they're desperately trying to get people to cut shit out of them, cut implants out of them. Mm. Oh, they couldn't find it. Like but they that's, swear that there's something inside right, themselves. That's like nano, nano stuff. One guy, he had like a stud finder, like the same stud finder that I use, you know, to put hang <laughs> pictures. And for our audience out there who've never used a stud finder, no matter how much money you spend on a stud finder. They work half-assed. Right. They work half-assed. And also, the guy's going through, and it's like, you know, where's it going going off on his arm? It's like, that's your fucking bones, dude. Right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, what the the fuck? And the, the interviewer... He takes this thing, and he he's like, okay, well, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to put it on me, and we'll see what happens. And, of course, it goes off, and the guy's like, you need to get checked out. (laughs) You're a TI. Like, it didn't dawn on him, like, oh, I might be fucked up with this. Or Uh, that it would work on any human body. Yeah. There's a documentary out there about that that McAfee dude. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, James. I'm pretty sure he was a TI. I'm pretty yeah. sure he was like this because he, like, that documentary crew from Vice went on like a fucking trip. Like, they were embedded with him while he was doing shit like this. He's like, mm-hmm. Oh my god, they're after us. We gotta yep. go. And he'd like pack shit up and fucking just take off. These people would be like, What the fuck, dude? Right. I didn't even have time to fucking pack my shit in the hotel room. He's <laughs> yeah. like, We'll buy more shit. I'm I'm rich. Yeah. Like he was just fucking crazy, you know what I'm I mean? Rich, like, we gotta go. It was a great documentary. I can afford to start Check a new life. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and the name really... of it, it'd be awesome so I could watch that shit. I want to see this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll find it. The is that um, Netflix or something. Yeah, I think it is. And the so the thing is, like the, these people, you gotta feel for them because they're they're genuinely tortured by this. Like they're clearly tortured by right. this, and and yeah, every, like they be, like they real yeah. or not, they believe it, and that's right. why it's real to them. Right, it's totally real to them, and 
you know, it's like you, you look at some of these accounts like, oh, I went out and, you know, the cops were driving fast around me or the I somebody was mimicking my movements. Somebody was watching me. Somebody was driving next to me. So I just started spraying mace out the window at the, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And wow. some people, some poor bastard who's just trying to have his morning cigarette before work. It's like <laughs> some guy riding by on a motorcycle. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> right. Remember that guy that shot up that uh, naval um, shipyard or whatever back in yeah. like, 2004? He was a T.I. He was Wait, a T.I. Um, what's the T.I. mean again? The the, uh, targeted individual. Targeted individual. OK. Yeah, he was a T.I. So he thought that there was some sort of fucking raise. So they have this thing called V2K, and that's voice to skull. I don't know why it's K and it's skull, but... <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like yeah. voice 2000. Yeah. <laughs> so V2K, it basically, that's where they can beam... <laughs> somebody can talk to you, right? Um, in, yeah. in voices in your head, um, type thing. And during that documentary, it's kind of funny because they're like driving around the documentary and then the one guy is just like, yeah, my, uh, my V2K is telling me that you're a dickhead or something like that. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> it, I shouldn't talk to right. you. <laughs> Rather than owning your own inner monologue and dialogue, I'm just going to blame it on the fucking voice to skull. Yeah, right, right, these terrible right. thoughts or the voice to skull? Uh, and uh, just blaming these, uh, like this one guy, he's like telling him about his account. He's like, and then, oh, how am I, I find feces. I find somebody shit in my bed. And the documentarian's <laughs> just like, well, who's shit in your bed? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe the Freemasons. The Freemasons. The Freemasons oh shit in your bed. Uh, Oh man, you know, and it takes a very like, uh, like empathetic individual to, like you're saying, like just be really open to them so they can actually yeah. like really share their their genuine paranoia. Yeah, that's right. really what it is, genuine paranoia because it's like they probably know unless they really trust that person who's interviewing them, they're not going to tell them that they actually think the Freemason shit in their bed. While right. Right. Yeah. And all of the people that I've, you know, so New York Times did an article um, on these guys. I think it was 2016 that they did it. Vice has done stuff on them. Um, some other stuff, outlets have done things on on them. And all of the reporters have said that they've felt like uh like they, these people weren't being assholes, right? Like they were genuinely yeah. being tortured by this. They were generally like genuinely not nice blowing people. smoke up their ass. Yeah. And they, um, you know, and they would say like, Hey, you couldn't pick these people out of a lineup. They don't look any different, but they just have this a completely different thing. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, is so this is really kicked off post 2000, um, post nine 11, and guess what? We are being watched. We are being surveilled. And it's not necessarily 
yes, there are government programs, but it's by fucking companies. You know, Google. Um, right. You know, we were joking around in our messenger yeah. uh, the other day. We were talking about Taco John's. Guess what? I started getting Taco John's fucking ads. Oh, like, yeah. oh shit! You know, so I are there t- Taco John's up by you? Yeah, there's there's one in town here. God bless. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it's like we are being surveilled, and if you are already because um, I was reading a Psychology Today article about this, and they say that our minds like when they when we are in a stress situation we are tuned to find certain patterns right we're mm-hmm. tuned to find these threats to identify these threats and if you get that activated and you start looking you're going to find that shit that's what our brains do oh yeah we we spin up narratives in our head all the time right and the hardest part is to recognize when it's like, yeah, that's probably a bullshit narrative, even though I made it up. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you are, your reality, especially if you're spending a lot of time online, your reality is being shaped by outside forces. There is nothing coincidental about that. The amount of data that is being collected and what is being yeah. served up and, you know, you're being put into certain situations. That is definitely not. So I could see how a person. A good way to put it and also like not to think about the, like the outside forces because 20 years ago we didn't have these. Yeah, we didn't have it. Right. Even though we had the Internet, it wasn't the same. Right. Definitely not the same. Like it, it's very sophisticated. Um you know uh how they're how they're able to do this and it's i could see how a susceptible mind you're going to be recognizing patterns all the fucking time uh with this shit so this is it, it it's an interesting phenomenon it reminds me of um q a little bit mm-hmm. in that you have this you know people are reinforcing each other's beliefs online and that uh, exists on there. So, if you're interested, um, you can check out the Reddit uh, gang stalking. And uh, there's all kinds of fucking weird shit on there. The Reddit gang stalking? What, we have our own, like... S- no, no, no. Oh, wait, oh, wait. This Reddit. is just the, the subreddit. I'm sorry. The subreddit. Reddit. Combine them. Yeah. The subreddit for, gang, for gang stalking. And it's just a fucking crazy rabbit hole. But just know Mm. that when you, like Teddy said, he fucking has known somebody that is absolutely fucking doing this. I guarantee that guy Uh, has seen this shit. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And like you pointed out too that, um, which is hard for a lot of humans to understand, but like as... It's just part of the human nature is like we're pattern recognizing machines. Right. Like that's why Teddy fucking is good at video games because he picks up on those patterns right away, whether it be video games or like what you do at work or if you are online too much, you pick up on patterns. And Mm -hmm. if you you have a thought process and a narrative that you start going down, of course, you only gravitate to the patterns that reinforce it. The patterns that don't, you just kind of ignore. Mm hmm. And these people can't step outside of it. Right. They don't even know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's kind of sad. They're living in like fucking storage lockers and shit, wearing lead 
fucking, you know, like the vests that you get at the dentist, you know, and they do your x-rays and shit. Yeah, the x-ray vest. You know? Hey, it works for them while we get our teeth done. It works. It'll work for us here. <laughs> yeah, right? You It'll know? Keep the fucking Google rays out of me. <laughs> right. So, gang stalking. Um, it's a thing. I don't know. It's, it's weird. a thing in the sense it's a thing in the mind of the stalked. Right. And it's whereas it's I mean, how many actual like real gang stockings? Yeah, have we have, we wrote, yeah have, it sounds like it's more. Yeah, it's probably it's not kind of a, not very many. But it, holy shit, if you want to fuck somebody up. Although I could say, I, I guess like a thing like where it would be a real empirical thing would be the those instances where um, people get like doxed. Mm-hmm. online where it's like someone you know like the gamergate thing where it's like right. oh yeah you know like some female has a feminist point of view about the video game industry and it's like all the fucking nerds just start like pouring their information out and then you get real you literally do have a bunch of fucking nerds yeah pounding your ass well if you were too so you were talking about like how People would do these mob rushes at bars in Madison. Yeah. And kind of just cause a coordinated through social media, I'm right. sure. Where coordinated like, hey, through social media. So if you were of a certain, you know, ilk or whatever, and you were just I would have done honestly, I would have done this when I was fucking like seventeen years old for sure. Gotten with a group of people and said, Okay, here's our target. And now we are going to gang stalk this person and make them feel very uncomfortable and see right. if we can get them to fucking lose their mind. And because also I'd it's so easy it. if it's anyone who's like even a semi like famous enough to like, oh, they wrote, especially like if you're some like reporter or something like you wrote, oh, they wrote a stupid woke article. Like, let's go mm-hmm. fucking. You know, especially the alt-right, like, incel crowd where they've got nothing else better to do mm. than to coordinate that kind of uh, behavior. So, but, it, so yeah. I I mean, be we'll, careful we'll, out there. Yeah, be careful out there, and I think we'll just be seeing more and more of this as the... Um, the fucking, you know, Googles and Facebooks and whatever else of the world that's collecting all of our data and it, using that to manipulate, yeah. you know, our our buying habits and whatnot. I think people are going to recognize more of those patterns and they're going to fucking freak out more. Yeah, you're right. I think the root of it is it's like a misinformed like pattern. Like you start focusing too much on a pattern idea to reinforce your wrong idea of the world around you. Right. Um, like you're going to have a lot of people with that. You're also going to have a lot of people who, um, have that fucking, uh, whatever they say or write the wrong thing online Mm -hmm. trying to get attention. And then they get like way more attention than they want. And it's all negative. Right. So there you go. World's still a shitty place. And it yeah, will, right? it's only getting shittier. All right. Yeah. That brings us. We advise anything. Stalk alone. And when <laughs> someone else starts stalking them, say, this is the person I'm stalking. Fuck off. <laughs> Moving on to the, the what sexy portion of the show where we buy a pot belly pig uh, from the Dane County Humane Society and fuck it. 
First up, we have Teddy with Hufflepuff for life, bitches. We can't hear you, Teddy. Fucking Turtle Beach. Goddamn it's Turtle Teddy, Beach. Teddy, we can't hear you. Oh, God damn it. Now you can hear me, motherfuckers. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yep. So, so they've got a brand new uh, Hogwarts game coming out uh, called Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, it's, it's pretty much bully, but but you're going to Hogwarts. Um, and so on the wizardingworld.com, uh, the game's coming out. Uh, it's going to be a WB game. And on the wizardingworld.com, uh, you can take uh, take a test to find out what house you're in. Uh, get get uh, put in a house. You can take the fucking Patronus test to find out. Oh, if, you're, if you're a Harry Potter nerd, um, you can do it. Uh, so I so I uh, instead of choosing my house, I I took the test and found out that uh, these motherfuckers don't believe it. I I, re- I know on the show I'm an asshole, but that's because I have to for to protect myself against these crackers. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I took the test. I'm Hufflepuff, bitches. And here, here's the funny thing about it: I already had the fucking shirt. Okay, so you kiss my ass. <laughs> Man, you're going hard on this fucking. Damn, he's really leaning into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a fucking nerd for God's sake. I, 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 I boy. Her. I mean, yeah, I got, I've got wands. Own it. Don't make me go get them. Dude, I got. I have to get this for my wife. She's going to fucking freak out about this. I mean, game. It's, it's a cool game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, looks, it looks... Yeah, you can... Uh, I am going to have an evil guy. I mean, it's going to be... It's, Did it just come out? It doesn't, it doesn't come out. Uh, you can get it uh, early. Oh, uh, if demo. you pre-order early, you can get it. You can pre-order uh, a, a certain... I think Deluxe and Up, you, you can get it on the 7th, three days before it comes out on the 10th. Um, so... Of February, ten of February. Uh, February, yes. Sorry, uh, it is not. Uh, it is not. It does not have any multiplayer. It is a single player RPG type uh, thing. So, looking forward to it. You know, nice. Next up, we have me with Andor. Have you guys seen this one, Andor? I've not seen it. No, I That's did. The- I'm not a huge, so Mandalorian, really good. I like the Mandalorian. Um, Other shit, I don't really care about. New movies, I don't like them. I just, I think they're lazy. New movies, you mean the Star Star Wars movies? Yeah, Star Wars movies. That's because they're shit. That's why I don't like them, because they're shit. I I just think they're lazy. They are lazy. They're just, you know, it's like, well... Yes, we so got some major lazy. plot holes here. Here's the force. Oh. <laughs> and oh, I was trying to like, oh yeah, the force is the, what do they call it? Deus Machina. Yeah. Yes. Deus, I guess yeah. Deus yeah. Machina. The whole like, oh, the force will save. Yeah. The story. Well, yeah, it's fucking lame. Well, anyway, uh, when I was going down to Florida, I started watching Andor, and. It, it very much, you know, Star Wars, very much based in that universe. You know, the set could be from the Mandalorian or whatever. And I, this is, you know, it's industrial light and magic and whatnot uh, doing this stuff. Less resting on their laurels. Yeah. <laughs> but there's something very different about this show, or I found it to be very different about this show. Well, for one, there's no force to be seen in this show, at least in the first season. It doesn't have dick to do with this. So basically this is the very first um, parts of the, the resistance, the rebels, the have rebellion. Have you seen Rogue One? 
I watched like half of Rogue One. Rogue One was a good movie. I don't, I, think I, I don't think I finished. If that. you liked Rogue One, Astra, you'd like this show because this is this is the beginning of the guy who was in Rogue One. Yeah, the fucking the 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 captain, captain with um, the sexy hipster hair. So I, yeah, yeah, I I haven't watched that, but the the thing that I loved about this show is it shows the the rebellion it follows the rebellion but it also goes into a deep dive into characters in the empire mm-hmm. and not just painting them as villains not just as like you know you know terrible people that you absolutely uh love to hate but you see them and they're very you know kind of the, the navigating the bureaucracy of their positions and how that's all affecting all this and having these meetings and, and things like that and these power plays and whatnot. Well, and, and it shows that. you the, it sh- also shows you that, um, the motivations of certain people, mm-hmm. like the, um, like the mom of that guy who was like kind of kicked out mm-hmm. of the thing, like her motivations are completely different than like her son's motivations but they're both going toward the same goal you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and like uh and and the resistance even within the resistance like uh who's that fucking dude who's got the weak the lazy eye forest whitakers yeah right fucking character like his his motivation compared to the white dude the other dude yeah, so whatever the fuck his name is. Their names are so fucking... I hate names in Star Wars. Like, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker is in Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's in... in yeah. yeah. Shows how much of it I haven't watched. And, yeah, it really shows you kind of, like Mystic said, the motivations. And it's fascinating. It's fa- And the people on both sides, and especially in this, too, it shows some extremely flawed people on the supposed mm-hmm. good side mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely, yeah. And I loved it uh, for that. And it, this show, it goes places. That first season really fucking goes really, in a direction. It was the first four episodes, I was like, this fucking show sucks. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know if it was five or six, the raid, or mm-hmm. where, they, where they steal that money. Yeah. I was like, God damn, dude. Yeah. All right, this show's like, fucking cool. And, and then, then they, they, they did 10. that, and then it goes in a completely <laughs> prison, different yeah, direction. It's like this prison thing, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right. And then, All right, this you know, is cool. And it was weird. Each one of those things, you know, the prison or the high, that could have been any other show or many other shows, that would have been the season. Right. Um, so... Really yeah, cool. And there was like three major fucking turns in this. Yeah. And the, it was intense too. Mm-hmm. Like like the intense, like the dramatic parts of it weren't just dramatic. Like they were fucking tense. Like right. like that that end fucking war mm-hmm. thing in that square. Like that shit yeah. was fucking not so, dude. Right. It's yeah. not like a normal Star Wars where it's just definitely like, not clear fucking, cut, like good versus bad. Yeah, it, right, this right. is not that. Yeah. yeah, definitely not that, but not in like a gross like. And the stormtroopers you know. could actually hit shit in this one. <laughs> yeah, <weird>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're definitely worth checking out. You do not, you don't have to know dick about Star Wars 
to yeah, watch this no, show. Don't at all. Um, really or good. Like if you know, you still know the basics. Yeah, know the basics. Still works. Good for you. You still don't really need to, to yeah, know. Yeah, you'll get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So check it out, Andor Disney Plus. Mystic, did you have a what sexy? Oh, I totally forgot to put one. In. All right. Well, go to Ashtray and I'll think of one. Okay. So Ashtray, don't forget your worthers. So I gave the boys a little, uh, only the cursory uh, text example of this story. This is a, uh, one of those moments where it's like, yeah, this is why I'm single for these weird, odd moments. The universe will throw your way. I'm out dancing at the crucible, kind of like the industrial goth club. And, uh, it's literally bar time. Like everybody's like heading out. The music's done. And as I'm walking out the door, this goth chick was like, Hey, you wouldn't have me be driving by the Barrymore. Could you give me a lift home? I'm like, yeah, I am. Sure. No problem. A random chick is actual ride. Yep. At a goth bar. Um, the, uh, at yeah, goth. at a goth bar. Why do you do shit like this? Why do I do shit like this? <laughs> you know me long enough. Uh, I know, um, I know. It was a rhetorical question. The, um, exactly. Anyways, so, yeah, like, yeah sure, whatever you ride. As uh, one of my other friends said uh, when I was retelling the story, it was like, they're like, oh, that's not safe for her. You could have been a serial killer. It's like, yeah, well, not that night, but, like, <laughs> whatever. Anyways. Going to my vehicle, and it's like, this is where she drops, like, the hook, where it's like, all right, you know where this is going to go. When a woman is like, you're cute. It's like, Did she really say that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, this is bar time. I mean, I'm really stoned. She's what, really drunk. Once, once you got her in your car, she said, you're cute? Yeah. You're cute like that where she's like god damn it i know what you're up to all right give you a ride um of course it becomes this like uh flirtatious like drive or it's like at stoplights we're like fucking making out and shit and um we get to what's supposed to be her place by the barrymore park my car in the back and making out for a little bit she's like well you coming in or what i'm like all right i'm coming in and I follow her, and I think I'm, we're going to go into her apartment. And uh, it's like we're walk, we walk into like literally like an art gallery there on Atwood. And she's like, all right. She's like, careful. I'm, I'm watching this place for this guy. Like, like, see that? Those paintings up there, they're like over $400. Like, you know, like, oh, like, okay. <laughs> I'm starting to dawn on me that like, oh, okay, like, like we're actually hanging out in the art gallery. We're like, you don't have an apartment. <laughs> and she's like, I'm watching for him. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, all right. Is, it, is so she we, homeless? Is she a homeless person? So we go into the her <laughs> like what is the office of the uh, uh, art gallery? Um, you know, like up the back steps behind the main front portion, and this is like a commercial establishment on Atwood near the Barrymore and. Um, we're making out on the couch and, uh, you know, not one conducive for sex, but I've, I've actually, you know, 
had it in worse positions. And uh, like we got pants off, like layers of clothes off, and like I'm I've got a pussy in my mouth, and all of a sudden you met what? the hours ago. What's that? Nothing. Go ahead. The like there's a like landline like fucking phone ti ring. man you're getting a v2k into your exactly brain. ti like i'm targeted individual in the scenario where it's like the phone rings and it's like it's somehow connected to the computer so like the computer starts lighting up like Burr! i know a lot of businesses have those like v you know voice over ip phones now it's probably what it was and Fucking scared the shit out of me. She's like, wow, gets up out of this shitty little couch. She's like, that's him. Be quiet. What time is this? 2.30 in the morning. Oh, my like, God. This is our time. Yeah, I know. You're married and, like, fucking never stay up to 2.30 in the morning. But this is Ashtray's life sometimes. <laughs> Grant, these scenarios don't happen all the time. It's super random. But she, like, picks us up. Yeah, yeah, it's me. Yeah, no, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. She, I'm like, like fucking, just completely like, the mood is like completely shifted. She, she's like, all right, we got to be quick. He might be watching on camera. <laughs> what? <laughs> and thank God, like the older I get, the more I really think like my penis has actually better judgment than my own brain when I'm trying, like, come on, just hit it and quit it, right? Come on, Craig. And if I, my boner's like, nah, man, we're gone. Like, we we don't want any part of this as your fucking legal advisor. This is a bad idea. And so there's like a maybe only a minute, right? It feels like a lifetime, of course, but when you're trying to, all right, like, like try to get back in the mood, like, hit it. She's all like, fucking come out. <laughs> and my my dick is just like no <laughs> and i'm so stoned like i can't even spit in my own hand we can get it bro you dick's like no she, get on with the story was like oh, she's like i can't i can't screw this up i can't screw, if i screw this up i gotta go back to the shelter what <laughs> that's what she said when you asked is she homeless and that's when i realized like oh shit like she's like i don't even have a phone right now i just broke my phone blah 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 oh my god <laughs> like, all right all right, I don't want to get you in trouble. I get it. Like some sugar daddy situation or whatever. Dude, like, you totally Graham, saved yourself from getting fucking the AIDS or something. Like, that's shit. Right. The universe saved me from getting like syphilis or gonorrhea because of. Hey, like, didn't you say you had pussy in your mouth though earlier? Yeah, well, I'll let you know if I have and any you mouth. Just met this... Wow. Like, Teddy, like I know, like I like eating pussy. What's wrong with it? Nonetheless, I, I get it, but not pussy. You just ate like fucking. Yeah, just, hey, course, you like you eating pussy so much? Just go down to fucking homeless shelter and fucking <laughs> line them up. I did not know. <laughs> I did not know the homeless shelter was the last scenario when I had her pussy in my mouth. Nonetheless, oh. I. The thing my is thing. That you put the pussy in your mouth after you met her like like ten minutes ago. That's my thing. Well, <laughs> what's wrong with that? Jesus Christ. You know, I'd really like to learn how this old man recruited this god homeless girl. I then was like, oh man, this must be like a sugar daddy thing or something. I assume. 
she was like, I can't screw this up, Rob. I have to go back to the show. If, if she had like asked me for a ride, what do you think she would do for a guy with an art gallery? I exactly mean, that. She'll let crash in. She's probably giving him handies at the very least. And so I like, I'm like, all right, I don't want to get you trouble. Like getting my shit on. And she's like, I should, hustling me out the door. And then she like reaches into this bowl of candy and like hands me a handful of candies on my way out the door. <laughs> and Thanks for thanks for eating my fucking my my, yeah. my thanks for eating my pussy five minutes after you met me. And here's, uh, some, Werther's. here's some Werthers. Yes, <laughs> I then like realized after the fact the next morning after I told you guys like you wouldn't believe what kind of fucking crazy shit. Uh, it was a handful of Werthers originals. And there you have so it. So fucking old man there's art the, gallery the owner. Back. She was she's my Werthers Werthers girl. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Mystic? Anything yeah. sexy about your life? So, <clears throat> I broke down and watched Top Gun Maverick. Movie shit. I'm I gonna tell you that what? right now. It's fucking the movie is great. Fun in the great theaters, fucking movie. The story is absolute shit. It's amazing. It's, the it's filming the of the Jets was absolutely worth it, though. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking action in that movie, it just from just those Navy pilots that actually did the flying, that shit was impressive, dude. Mm-hmm. When they're fucking going through those canyons, fucking nose to t- to ass, like fucking like they, it was cool the way they filmed that shit. I also heard too like the, him the main, inside the fucking jet, like how intense that was. You know what I mean? Like the main actors had to actually get trained get, to fly, get trained to fucking yeah. feel, yeah, yeah. Like you could feel the G's. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I was I was watching that in the theater and I realized like at the end of the movie is like I've been fucking tensed up. Tense you were, yeah. The entire fucking time. Yeah, Yeah, I felt like I had an American boner that just didn't get a chance to get off. Yeah, only I had that in the art gallery. But it was completely predictable. Fucking dialogue was shit. You know, I, it's just, it was a fucking, it was the yeah. same exact movie. I get it. The, yeah, they, they, it, it was, the, it just drove off the nostalgia, but I will mm-hmm. give it to them. The filming of those jets and the way that sound was and the way everything was, that shit was intense, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I watched do think it with my headphones on, too. Nice. It was a good idea for them to wait. The sound design was fucking amazing. Um, till the theaters open back up mm. to release. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they had Tom Cruise like before you watch the movies. Like, thanks I'm for Tom Cruise. Yeah, thanks for wait. I'm the most important guy in the universe, and this is a movie <laughs> I made. I may be a crazy Scientologist, but I make I some of the I, best action films ever. Yeah, I wish I had seen it in the theaters, and it was it was a good action movie for sure. There you have. But it. yeah, greatest fucking film ever made. Top Gun <laughs> Maverick. All right, yeah. moving on to the fuck what you think, where we burn down Amazonian rainforests for fun. First up, All right. we have Teddy with Moonfall. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I watched this movie on HBO Max. Uh, it's called Moonfall. I love that movie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, this movie was like it, it had so many stars. It was like a B rated. Uh, it was like a B rated. What's that movie? Uh, Armageddon. A B movie. Yeah. A B rated Armageddon. It was 
it was fucking the the whole plot is the moon is uh, uh the moon's is, is falling from the sky. Um, uh, I can't tell you why it's part it's part of the thing. Uh, and these people have to they have to go up there and 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 fix it fix why it's falling. Uh, had Halle Berry, uh, a, a great cast, but it was it was too many plot holes. It was fucking it just just fucking retarded. It it wasn't it tried to be Armageddon. It wasn't. I mean, there, there's one part where they they decide to to snub one of the launches or whatever. And they send everybody home, and then they're like, "We're gonna launch," and like, "Also, okay, okay, cool." But everybody's gone, and then all of a sudden, everybody's back. They didn't tell how how they got it back, but everybody's back. I'm like, "What the fuck? Where did everybody come from?" And then it's just just a bad movie. It just it was oh, just so fucking bad. Yeah, plot was bad, but there was some cool uh, sci or like you know the very, very cool, I mean, very cool effects. I mean, the just like Armageddon those, and uh, the, Deep the Impact were gravity and stuff, and then, very very cool. I mean, one of the guys who was English, but his mom. Didn't have an English accent. It was uh, it was weird. It was weird. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you want to laugh, it, it, if you don't take it too seriously, I didn't take it too seriously. I knew it was gonna be like Armageddon style, but it it was even just just fucking retarded. <laughs> hey, Moonfall, fucking retarded. Fucking retarded. All right, it should do a you know an Ebert and Ropert. Siskel but just and Ebert. Be, Remember it was Siskel and Ebert back or in the Siskel day? Siskel and Ebert and just be like, fucking retarded. Cert- certified <laughs> <Fucking> retarded. <laughs> fucking retarded or, uh, you know, standard middle of the spectrum. <laughs> All right. Next up we have me with The Watcher. So that's the Netflix show that I was telling you about that kind of got me. Thinking about stalkers. And it's a show, not a documentary, right? Yeah, it's a show. Okay. And it's based off of real life events. There was a book that was made about it. And basically, you know, this family moves into this New Jersey home and they bought this fucking gazillion dollar like house. Old rich mansion home yep. kind of thing. Punching way above their weight. Um and you know, they start getting these letters and they become really paranoid because they're like, the fucking neighbors, is it the fucking police? Is it, you know, is it you, dad? Are you fucking Damn doing grimace. It? Right. Um, so this is the, I couldn't stop watching the show, but it's fucking bad. Like, like it's, it's a bad, bad but so like wraps you in. Yes, I don't know how. I don't know how the fuck they do it. Because the thing that got me about this show is they would be they'd be like, okay, yeah, it's the fucking police chief, and the police chief is. Is it just because like they're dangling the uh, answer the entire time that like keeps you hooked? Well. It, th- or is t- it the production value is so good that you're like, even though the story the is production value dumb, is is production very good is and the acting's very good, but it's like they would go on these tangents and they'd be like, yeah, okay, we fucking figured it out, you know, it's this person, this person, this, and then they would go and confront that person, and then they'd be <laughs> that person the would be like, about. you're fucking crazy, man, you're fucking crazy, and it would blow up in their faces, and then five minutes later they'd be like, you know what? It's this fucking person. And they'd completely fucking forget. Shift gears. Right. Completely shift gears. It's like it's got like ADHD or some shit. And forget that they actually like ruined the reputation of the previous person that they just like 
confronted and make a scene about. Yes. And that's, I'm watching, I'm like, why the fuck am I watching this? Like, why am I wrapped up in this? Are you watching it with your wife? Yes. And she felt the same way. That's why you're watching it. You know, she's like, this is fucking crazy. What the fuck? But it's great. You gotta know. Yeah. yeah. So check it out. I mean, it's a decent show, but it's a shit show um, at the same time. Hard to explain. I don't know what kind of cocaine juju Netflix is sprinkled on this thing, but um, they have something going for it. All right. um, Mystic, do you hate anything in the world right now? Yeah. Okay. Charging Alec Baldwin with manslaughter. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. So instead of just suing the armorer, whose responsibility it was to make sure that there yeah. wasn't a live round in the gun. They're trying to sue fucking Alec Baldwin or not sue him, but charge him also with manslaughter, That's involuntary funny. manslaughter. Or if the armors fled the country or not. Right. Like, she no, seemed like she was a kind of like, this is my first time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Damn. That's some fucking Freemason shit in your fucking Cheerios. Well, also, it's probably well. Like, who's got the most fucking the biggest purse to actually pay? Oh, out? absolutely, right. Yeah. Alec right. Baldwin. And I mean, he did also have the gun in his hand. But you're right; it really that responsibility in that scenario. Mm. Oh, absolutely. It's, down the armor. it's not like people drunk at someone's house. Oh, let's just fucking right. play around with this gun, and we don't really understand how guns work, and we didn't realize there was a round in the like, chamber. Why wouldn't Alec Baldwin think that that gun had blanks? Right. You're on a fucking movie set. That's not his job. That's right. His job is to act. Yeah. And they were like framing the setup scene. It sounded like it was like one of those yeah. scenes where it's like guns right at the camera. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. Let's revolve it. Boom. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I just shot both the oh, important shit. I people just who figured this out. Kill the 25 year Cinematographer old. and the director, who would be the two people behind the camera deciding. This is the right angle. Right. Hmm. None of them assumed there was a round in there. They wouldn't be doing it otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. Makes no sense. Yay. As a gun guy. (laughs) Next up, we have Ashtray. What kind of trailer park soap opera am I in the middle of? We've been saving this one for the last, ladies and gentlemen. We don't have to save it, though. I mean, you're putting yourself in the position that you want to be in, you mother... God damn it. Go ahead. Tell your story. Well, nonetheless, I guess, like, so these two two narratives I heard that then when I coalesced them together, I'm like, what the... Wait a minute. So to protect the names of the innocent, I will be using, uh, or, you know, innocent to proven guilty. Um, some different names, even though Travis and any other regular of the last couple episodes have probably figured it out. Um, so, uh, anybody that is not a mongoloid would be able to talk Anybody that's not a mongoloid will know what I'm talking about. Right. He keeps talking about it like he. You're right. I am totally just setting myself up to be caught. Um, nonetheless, I keep talking about this. At the, uh, so, 
I'm uh, at the bar and catch up with the uh, girl I went on a date with a couple weeks ago. And uh, she's, uh, we're talking, she's telling me about, like, so she had previous ex who I, like, kind of went down meth head rabbit hole. And um, I knew previously that the scenario was, like, he was having a whole bunch of other fucking sex partners behind their back um, that she didn't know about. Um, This is Sarah. So I'm talking to Sarah. And, uh, mind you, uh, a, a friend of mine I've been hanging out with, uh, we'll call her Trinity, <laughs> who is the bartender at the time. Um, Sarah's telling me the story about her, like giving me more details about her, her, uh, infamous ex that she had to get a restraining order on and blah, 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 like hacked her emails, all that shit. Um, it wasn't just like, oh yeah, like I kind of assumed he was like fucking, you know, like lot lizards, like, you know, meth girls and, uh, stuff. But no, he actually was like, uh, making up excuses why he couldn't be there for work and blah, 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 because he was having like these photo shoots in his basement where he would dress up as a woman with makeup and other men would come and dress up as women with makeup or maybe, you know, one of them stayed as a male. I don't know. I've not seen the photos. Um, and they were having, uh, you know, illicit meth sex in the, uh, the basement. And (laughs) so her ex meth head boyfriend was chasing this, this like dream of like the best sex he ever had. Right. And the best sex he ever had was cross-dressing with this other guy who, um, what, so this is where it's like in the bar, she then like lowers her voice a couple octaves because we're talking and she's like, I don't, you know, I always, I know I was just only starting to get to know her Trinity, the bartender. You know, we were talking and, you know, I showed her some pictures on my phone and she recognized my ex. She's like, oh, yeah, I know him. And because he was hanging out with, she's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, that's my my brother. Not her ex was her brother, but like the guy who was coming to meet him and get to cross dress in the basement and have sex was Trinity's brother, she said. And then she dropped the name. It, it, well, anyways, I'm like, we're driving. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, uh, no way. Like, so her brother, the bartender I've been hanging out with, is the guy who got your ex-boyfriend hooked on meth because they would cross-dress and get dressed in makeup and take photos of themselves in the basement. And, uh... Uh, like he's been chasing like that best sex ever scenario he had with the bartender's brother. And, uh, like two nights later, hanging out with said bartender, Trinity. And, um, she was talking about how sensitive her boyfriend is. We'll call him Marlon Brando. And, She's like, yeah, he, you know, he's a very sensitive guy, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, you know, he also, you know, secretly likes to cross dress. And then I remembered that 
Sarah, who was telling me the story about her method ex who got hooked on meth because he cross-dressed with Trinity, the bartender's brother. Remember, she was like, wait, she said the brother's name was Marlon Brando. I'm like, wait, that's not brother. That's boyfriend Marlon Brando. Boyfriend Marlon Brando was cross-dressing with your ex and got him hooked on meth? What the fuck? So, <clears throat> let's just... Oh, I'm muted. Dude, you need to run. <laughs> you were muted this whole time? You need time? to get out. I'm serious. This is fucked. Yeah, I've been listening this whole time. That is a fucked up... Come on, man. That's crazy, is it not? Like, like the dude, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the dude smoking meth, cross dressing fucking guys in basements and shit. And you're yeah. fucking, and you're fucking around with his girlfriend. No, I'm not yeah. fucking around with his girlfriend. Yeah. He thinks you are though. But he, yeah, you're right. He does. The guy. He's <laughs> gonna fucking he's, get he's, high he's, on meth enjoyed, one day and he's gonna come over and stab me. you forty four times. Yeah, that is like some he's Jeffrey Dahmer this way shit. Too much. This only entices him more that these guys. Yeah, are right. Up fucking. And now he's like, oh, I want to see what else is going on. I mean, it's it's the crackhead. It's the fucking crackhead scenario in Chicago all over again. Let's see what we get maybe, into. I'm- maybe stop being a dick because they were just practicing for a play at the Blandford Recreation. You're right. You're right. right. Well, that's thing, too, is like I also like so I'm using the uh, the pseudonyms because it's also it's like the thing is when uh, Sarah said, oh, it was the bartender's brother, Marlon Brando. Um, and the thing is too, it's like, like, I remember, I know the bartender has some siblings, but it never really talks about them. So you know, it was kind of like, Oh fuck. They're like, that's a crazy coincidence. That's what I thought. Right. But I'm like, I don't really know anything about their brother. Blah, blah, blah. And then, and then when it was actually Trinity uh. talking to me about their sensitive boyfriend. Oh, and they, like, they like to, they like to like kind of, Secretly on the side, cross dress, and I'm like, then I was like, wait a minute. Sarah said the brother's name was Marlon Brando, but actually, it's the boyfriend's name. It's Marlon Brando. <laughs> oh my god! We I hope shit. He's right behind you. Story twice. We understand exactly. It's right, so yeah, old. we get it. We get it. What? We get it. Yeah, this is a pretty fucking. Um, when you when you come up missing, it should yeah. be like, yeah, do it. <laughs> this is, right? this is check a... the basements. He's high on meth, and putting lipstick on him right now. Putting lipstick on my body and throwing me in Lake Monona. <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, you know, these people have nothing left to lose. Right? Stopping them. Yeah, for dude. You gotta, you gotta. You gotta Just kill, killing some some uh, perceived rival like little old ashtray right what i'm just a lighter guy who sells meat on sundays okay you're a couple missing brandy should have beat your ass a long time ago well that's the thing this is a whole other scenario where it's like i don't think he could yeah i mean this this oh he could shoot me definitely gives you this definitely gives you more uh more masculine cred than him. I well, mean, all the more where it's just like, oh man, oh man, that's a whole, whole lot more. It's weird. That poor bastard. <laughs> it's like when I delivered pizza and I came to that dude's door and he was fucking wearing a like, wearing panties and shit and a fucking bra. And he's <laughs> like, like he's like, why don't you bring that pizza inside and put it down? I'm like, ah, I could just give it to you right here. <laughs> and uh, 
like he's like my wife's out of town i like to i like to wear her clothes when she's out of town and i'm, I'm thinking in my head there's no fucking way you have a wife shut the fuck up he's or like he might. He's like, do you like to do you like to wear women's clothing i'm like i never have but i don't think i would <laughs> right. like you should you don't have my I'm like, dude, you gotta you know he gave me like a ten dollar tip so i mean whatever Oh, he would have given you more tip if you'd gone to town. I'm sure there. he would have. And I'm not judging. I don't give a shit. He could do well, whatever he wants. But it's weird, dude. I'm the pizza guy. I'm not. It's not like it's Craigslist and we hooked well, up. You know what I mean? We and it might, fucking might. talk to one another about it ahead of it time. It might work at like one out of every, you know, I don't know, 15 <laughs> pizza guys. <laughs> like, Maybe. Because, of course, he doesn't know what pizza guy's going to come, but he's probably like, all if, right, what if, like, the, in case. Scenario. What if I was some dude that just fucking beat him up and robbed him them too? Right. You know what See, I mean? See, that's the same argument with the fucking uh, Werther's original growl. It's just like, why didn't she just ask me for a ride? Like, oh, that's kind of dangerous. It's like, well, yeah, I could have been a serial killer, but no. It's that I'm just a, like a limp dick, limp dick doofus. I was on camera. Apparently, but uh, Linda Deuce is not not afraid of eating uh, herpes pussy five minutes after. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, jeez, he's just bro, not a very a... smart Limp Dick doofus. All right. I mean, yeah, she, she was at a. You met her at a club. I was rolling the dice, boys. Sometimes. I mean, where did you meet her at? What club? The Crucible. Oh, thought it was the Underground. Is that still open? The Underground. The underground? No. But like really? Underground. Was there a place called the Underground here in Madison? I thought there was. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of uh, what was the one that had like the latex night and shit and like the fucking infernal. See, that's the, the thing inferno. is the crucible is the spiritual, even though it's not the same owners. Uh, like the leather and lace, which is like the big uh, you know, S and M goth night that is carried over. So like, it's okay. kind of a lot. Of so if it's like the inferno, yeah. I played at the Inferno one yeah, time. Yes, so you know what it's like. Yeah. That crowd. Absolutely. A lot All of right. typo negative fans. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Typo negative and herpes pussy. I mean, Go really. fuck yourself, Rocky Rococo. <laughs> uh, that's our Would show. You get the shits or something? Oh, wait, Mystic Every got his time. fuck what you think. Greatest actor of all time. Yeah, fucking Alec Baldwin. I already said it, the Alec Baldwin. Oh. I was just putting the link in there, so it's in the hour. So right uh, we're going to be here every... We're never going to be here on a Wednesday night. We're going right? to be here on Thursday night. <laughs> 10 yeah, p.m. So Asher gets the Because we, we postpone it as far... Every single it's, time. It's rarely it's a Wednesday. Make sure you join the conversation at theredeyereport.com or facebook.com slash redeyereport. You can't twiddle us, so go fuck yourself. Uh, like us, share us, fuck us. We're down for whatever, including ashtray eating your herpes eating, infested eating pussy. strangers pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Oracle. I missed it, I guess, like since nobody else wants to go. Fuck yeah. Why? It's only the ashtray goes third. <laughs> that was so gay. I'm Teddy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <And> this <laughs> is the Red Eye Report. Oh my God. I cannot believe you ate this bitch's pussy like right after you met her. That is something. <laughs> so, that, is, that, is, that is a little.